Hey folks, just a couple of announcements before we jump into today's episode. First, this is our first discussion. So the discussions are a new segment on this podcast and I'm so excited. One topic, one specialist, and me. And it's basically just going to be a hardcore geek out session. So I have some really, really cool people lined up, but I had to start with Neil Disamanthon and talk about Akashic Records, especially because I finally got the nudge from the universe and launched my own spiritual services. You can find those on my website in the show notes if you want to check them out. Number two, Neil and I are actually going to be hosting a weekly show on Clubhouse called the Akashic Hour. It will be every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be sitting down talking about the week. We will do a weekly reading for the upcoming week. That way you've got, you know, a few days over the weekend to kind of think about it, integrate it, decide how it is you want to start the week intentionally and open the floor up to questions. We'll be talking about things that are going on. We'll have topics. It's going to be so much fun. Neil and I are both double Sagittarians, (laughs) both readers and healers. And, um, just, yeah, he's, 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 he's a brother. That's all I have to say. And finally, I am launching the soul driven collective on Patreon on the 30th and I couldn't be happier about it. The deal is this group is going to be focused on melding the spiritual and the everyday. We're gonna have so many cool things happening in this group. It's difficult for me to talk about and stay grounded and centered and not just start like, you know, shooting out uh, fireworks. (laughs) Um, But, There's only going to be the first 90 days, I will be offering an introductory rate for the three different tiers. So make sure that you are signed up on the email list. Make sure that you stay tuned on social media for those announcements. And yeah, just stay tuned. I'm very excited to launch this on Patreon so that people who've been wanting to help support this podcast which takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, and I put money into it for editing and all kinds of stuff, um, so that you can also start supporting me. In addition, I'm going to be adding in all kinds of educational components, like workshops, having um, other specialists and practitioners come in, do trainings, like all kinds of fun stuff. And really the biggest thing I'm most excited about is community. Being able to hang out with like-minded people, talk about fun subjects, about the everyday, about the spiritual, about the melding of all of it, and feel at home in a safe and fun environment. So at least check it out. And again, first 90 days starting the 30th, you are not going to want to miss this. So without further ado, I hope you today enjoy. (laughs) I hope you today enjoy the episode. See you on the other side. Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. 
If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us for our very first soul-driven discussion. So these discussions are a new addition to the Soul Driven lineup. It was something I wanted to incorporate because while I love conducting interviews, it's really difficult to uncover who a person is, their purpose, and their area of specialty in one episode (laughs) and make it digestible for everyone. Um, So these discussions are going to focus on one topic with one specialist, and basically it's just going to be a fun geek out session. (laughs) I'm clearly not able to talk very well today. So today I am excited to reintroduce you. um, If you have been listening to this show to Neil DeSimonthon, a spiritual coach, a Kashuk record reader and healer. Welcome back to the show, Neil. Hello. 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 What's up? Did I pronounce your last name correctly? You did. I was giving you props mentally when you were saying that. So thank you and good job. I have it spelled out phonetically on my my notes. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Dizzy just for sake of ease. You can say Disneyland if you want to. I'm on Disney Plus too. So just so you know, you can stream me. I was going for it. I was going to do it. The whole thing, man. I was going to make it happen. You did good. (laughs) Awesome. So one of the reasons that I wanted to have Neil on the show, today we're going to be focusing on the Akashic Records and just taking a fun, deep dive. I have known Neil now for, gosh, a year, maybe a little bit less. Yes, lifetimes is is the the real answer (laughs) there. Um, But Neil has, has been a reader for longer than I have. And he has been someone that I've been able to lean on and ask questions. And um, he's just been a real source of um, information and inspiration to me when it comes to the Akashic Records. So there was no one else that I wanted to sit down and geek out about the Akashic Records with. So um, you ready to do this? You ready Let's to do this, Neil? Rock. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm going to put on some black eyeliner first, though. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and just, just a quick reminder for folks, all of these discussions and interviews are available on YouTube. So you can listen to it, but you can also go check them out. Link is in the bio to watch from there. Okay. So of course, the, the best place to start is defining the Akashic Records. Um, I pulled up some nerdy definitions and uh, I have recently been taking a deep dive with Edward Casey because I've been finding out how much we have in common, which has been really cool. Um, but I would love to, to start off by asking you to kind of define the Akashic Records in your own way. Yeah, I, I mean, there's always two different versions of the answer I give. There's the general people version and then there's like the full deep dive version. 
So I, I don't like the general version of like, oh, it's the records of your soul and da 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 um, I love all things energy. So I say it's, it's energy. It's the energy of you. It's the energetic aspects. It's you in energy form. And it's you in past, present, future. It's all things you at the level of soul. And it's an understanding. It's awareness. It's just you. So what do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, for me, I think it's still difficult to define the Akashic Records. It you is. know, when we, when we think about defining something like the Akashic Records, because it is so esoteric and yet it's so real, but it's not something that we can just, you know, walk out our front door and see necessarily, at least with our 3D eyes. Um, and yet it's all around us all the time. And so it's, it's always, at least for me at this point, I still kind of go back to some of the definitions that I've come across that really kind right. of help me to put it in terms that make it more easily digestible for folks who <laughs> have never heard of the Akashic Records. Um, one of the, uh, one of the definitions that I really like, um, and this comes from Edward Casey. Um, but it's channeled, right? His definition. I think everything that he talks it's about. It's like completely the channeled records, through the records. Yeah. 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 I'm actually reading a book about him and the Akashic records right now. And it's, I wonder if we have the same one. It's hard to like, to kind of stay in reality while you're reading it. Even mm -hmm. <laughs> it kind of pulls you out of it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a good way to understand the records though. It's kind of a little bit out of reality. Yeah. So it, it's, it's things, it's just an understanding of life beyond the physical. Well, and I think because, you know, as readers, we all experience it in different ways. So that just adds to the level of difficulty when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> defining it. Right. Because some of us, I mean, I think I use like multiple hearing, seeing, feeling gifts when I'm in the records. It's not just one for me, but I know for some folks, it's very like, I'm just seeing, you know, yeah. or I'm just hearing or whatever the case may be. And I feel like every time I go in the records, it's a little bit different and it's a little bit of all things. Um, but uh, Edward Casey says in the Akashic Records, every thought, idea and action from the past, present and future is stored for infinity. Um, and uh, it's so time in the Akashic Records, which I think is really interesting. Um, and, and this is again what he said, not what I'm saying. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that time is a flat circle. So information from 2000 years ago is accessible as what happened to you yesterday. And what happened to you yesterday is as available as what could happen to you if you stay on the same trajectory in 10 years. So the whole flat circle thing, I had to read that a couple of times. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it's that, I mean, it's, it's still tough to grasp, right? This is, it's, it's not logical in the way we see and understand things, but it's the idea that it's nonlinear. It doesn't happen consequentially, A, B, C, D. A and D somehow can kind of happen at the same time. 
And for me, I actually have another layer of it is like, it's not just one flat circle, but many different flat circles like stacked on top of each other. And that's if you can, can go into different timelines. Like there's this whole other side of that and all the different layers that come through that idea. It's a lot. Yeah. The interdimensionality of it. Is that what you're talking mm-hmm. about? Like in this moment, there's Neil and Anna having this conversation in a white shirt and a white sweater. There in this moment, there is another timeline where Neil and Anna are both having this conversation in black because we've had some really tough weeks and they're both occurring at the same time. We're doing the same things, but there's different, different things that are occurring at the same time. This, this is going to get like way beyond what I can logically <laughs> speak to without confusing everyone. So I may not go into this too much further, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just the idea that there is so much more happening at once and there's so much more than we consciously ever perceive of in the present moment. For sure. Absolutely. So if someone walked up to you on the street mm-hmm. and they were like, what do you do? And you were like, yeah. So one of the things I do, because we know you do many, is I'm an Akashic Record reader. And they were like, what the crap is that? What, what would you tell them? It's, I mean, my answer to that just depends on the person. So my general answer is I, I do spiritual work and I do coaching, which is you know, just for someone who has no grasp of what's going on. If they're like, oh, spiritual work, like, yeah, yeah, da, 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 da. like okay, we can talk about it a little bit deeper. Um, that response is... I help people understand themselves. I help people understand their lives, their path, their lessons. And I help them understand it from a place really beyond the way we understand ourselves in a day-to-day at a deeper level, at a more soul-based place. And you do that with like one of your tools, the Akashic Records, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, with the records. Yeah. And I that, do healing through that. Da, 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 but yeah. Yeah. My business mind is like, yeah, that's a much better way of going at it for sure. Cause I feel like that's like, we're going to get into the benefits of, you know, reading the Akashic records or having your records read for you. But um, I think that that makes it so much more easier to just kind of understand from the front end, like, Oh you know, the Akashic records can help me understand myself. They can understand like why it is I do what I do, you know, help me to understand maybe a decision that I'm thinking about, you know, whether it's like a new relationship or a new job or whatever the case may be, that's kind of coming down the road, you know, gaining more wisdom and understanding around that um, versus being like, it's every thought and action and past, present, future. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the records, right? It is like, it's just pure energy. It's pure consciousness. Like it, you can't put it all into one pretty little bow and say, you know, this is what it is. And everyone's just minds are going to be blown. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> it's what? Pa- everything about me, past, present, future and actions and da 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 da. Like, yeah. it's, it's just like, all right, this is how, this is an understanding of you. Well, it really like Simple takes it possible. from the, the macro down to the micro mm-hmm. because it is so massive that, and that's why it's so difficult to explain. Yeah. Um, I love that, you know, um, I've heard people describe it as like the cloud, 
you know? And I think that that's a really great way to just help anybody, especially someone who has no idea about spirituality, you know, or the metaphysical modalities to mm-hmm. kind of get a grasp of what, what that might be or what that might ascertain in some sort of... The cloud as in like electronic like data. Yeah. Like, are you talking about? Okay. All right. It's time to make Not sure. Not like just clouds. A cloud. I'm like, yeah, pretty cloud. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And I, I wanted to share this last part about what, uh, what Edward Casey said. Um, he said the Akashic Records or the Book of Life, because the Book of Life is, you know, it's spoken about quite a bit in the Bible, um, can be equated to the universe's supercomputer system. It is a system that acts as the central storehouse of all information for every individual who has ever lived on the earth. More than just a reservoir of events, the Akashic Records contain every deed, word, feeling, thought, and intent that has ever occurred at any time in the history of the world. Much more than simply a memory storehouse, however, these records are interactive and in that, that they have a tremendous influence upon our everyday lives, relationships, our feelings, and belief systems and the potential realities we draw towards us. They contain the entire history of ever of every soul since the dawn of creation. Um, and most importantly, these records connect each one of us to mm-hmm. one another. So I love that. And I think it's perfect for the general population, but I, there's two sides of that coin for me. I also hate it at the same time because it's not a book. It's not a record. It's not this hall that you enter. That's how we perceive it, right? As human beings, like it, that's what makes sense to us. So that's how we can describe it. But ultimately, right? It's what connects all of us. It's energy. Yeah, energy. It's, it's, it's no more complex and no more simple than that. It's just the energy that connects all of us and it's connecting to that. And through that, you can understand any and everything and do basically any and everything. Yeah. So. And energy is everything. I have definitely come to find out, um, discover for myself, I would say in the last two years. So how did you, (laughs) how did you find the, uh, the Akashic records? Like, how did you come into them? My path, I was actually thinking about all this stuff yesterday, funny enough. So it's like, they were preparing me for this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my path, I started in really opening up my gifts, doing energy work which makes sense because for me, everything is about energy. So I started doing energy work. When I started to do energy work, I started to also understand what was going on for people. I'd do session for them. I could feel something in their heart. I was like, okay, I'm working on your heart. What is that? Oh, it's some sort of emotion would come up or a word would come up and eventually it would evolve and evolve and evolve. From that point, I later realized there was more to this. Okay, like there is sentences coming up when I'm healing this part of them. And I realized, okay, there's more. And I started to explore my gifts and eventually realized I was a channel. So I and, would... And you have to define for folks what a channel is real quick. It's something on TV that you watch. Like, that's <laughs> new. On a YouTube channel, just something that you watch on YouTube. All right. So what is channeling? It's I connect to energy. I connect to guides and they will speak through me. Um, easiest way to understand it. I think more commonly, some people will know about mediumship. It's it's really similar. Um, when a spirit, mediumship is a spirit will really go into the body and kind of take over and speak through. But this is just the energy and their words speaking through me. 
So I figured out that I had that gift and I cult was cultivating that and growing it for maybe about a year. And eventually I had a reading from someone else you had on this podcast from Colin, <laughs> my, my dear soul brother. And he gave me my very first Akashic Record reading. And, and they said that at some point you will do this yourself. And it was maybe like right after my birthday, a few years back. And it was, I couldn't sleep that night. I was up all night and I opened and I was like, okay, I'm really interested in the records. I wonder what happened. Like at this point, my channeling was, was good now at that point. And so, you know, spiritually on my path, it was time for the next thing. So I, that was totally unconscious, by the way. That's just me in hindsight, understanding the path. But I couldn't sleep that night. I decided to open up and Google and see what the Akashic Records were and understand a little bit more. And I was like, all right, I wonder what happens. Like, I can find a prayer and say it and see what happens. And I did. And words just dumped out of me more than I ever knew possible. There was so much energy. It felt like I was going to throw up. It was the most intense, amazingly cool thing ever. And I practiced for people for, for about a week. And they just started to send me on the list. All right, now go offer this person a reading, this person a reading, this person a reading. And it's just been going ever since. That's awesome. So, yeah, my long story. What's yours? I don't know your story. No, that was actually not very long at all. Well done. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so I, uh, in the midst of like diving deep with crystal healing in fall of 2019, I was like just reading a lot of books about crystals and um, came across the Akashic Records and was just like, oh my gosh, for whatever reason, the name super grabbed me. Um, it sounded very cool, but there was nothing about it that made me think that like, oh, I could do this, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and as I learned more about crystals that it just kept coming up and coming up in my reading. And I started learning more about like, you know, what it is so-called. Um, and again, it was just like, well, this is awesome. But in my head, I'm thinking like, you know, the stereotypical like wizards and seers <laughs> and are the only people who could do something like this, you know? Because right. I mean, in my mind, it's like, uh, gosh, in the hands of the wrong person, this could just be, you know, very dangerous. <laughs> Um, and I'm nobody, you know, that's at least how I felt at the time. And, um, yeah, so again, it just kept popping up for me. I actually talked to my, um, acupuncturist about it and she was like, I think you should check it out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it was definitely a time of like looking into a bunch of different modalities and I just really didn't know, you know what direction I was going to go. And then one evening, um, like going into 2020, I've always been someone who reads constantly. I've always got like right. two or three books minimum. Um, but for whatever the case was like right towards the end of 2019, like I stopped reading and like nothing could get my interest. Nothing could like draw me in. I tried all different kinds of books and then in February, I was like online and I saw Linda Howe's book, you know, how to read the Akashic records. And I was like, 
okay, maybe I'll get this. And I was concerned. I was like, maybe I don't want it to just sit on my, you know, nightstand and not read it. Um, but it showed up on a Saturday morning. And by that afternoon, I'd already read like two thirds of it. I mean, I just like inhaled it. And she says kind of several times throughout the book, like, you know, if you've, if you are reading this, if you have picked this up, then this is what you need to be doing right now. Like this has come to you for a very specific reason. So, um, that Monday, uh, after my partner had gone to work and the house was all mine, I decided to go into the records and similar to you, it was just this, I had never, you know, I I didn't have the background and working with energy like you do, even though I had been working with crystals, it's very, I think it's a very different sort of, you know, energy dynamic. Um, and when I first opened those records, the first several times, it was such a flood of energy that I just, my stomach was in enormous pain. Like I was intense. I couldn't, I mean, I was like floating away. I'm like, how are people supposed to like, like I couldn't get my (laughs) bearings, you know, it was almost like I'm like floating underneath the ocean and I can, I can breathe, but I don't know how, you know? Um, yeah, it was really intense. I I saw things, I felt things. I mean, I I was able to communicate on whatever level, um, but it, it was, you know, it was, it was, I didn't know what was going on. So, um, yeah, I ended up taking, I ended up signing up for a class. Uh, one kind of, of course, serendipitously arrived. Um, perfect timing. It was like starting the next week. Um, and that was helpful for me just to give me some more foundation. Um, unlike you, I hadn't jumped on Google necessarily <laughs> to like at least have some kind of a foundation. Um, so being able to, you know, be in a class environment was helpful for me to be able to ask questions and then also start realizing like everyone experiences them in different ways and, you know, there's no right or wrong and, um, and those sorts of things. And because of my Christian, like background, you know, I was all concerned, like, and you and I talk about this, I still get concerned sometimes that I was like, well, how should I treat them? You know, like how? Do I address them like the Lord's, you know, like <laughs> dear Lords like, of the records, <laughs> like, how, how, like, you know, like, is, is this a ceremony? Do I need to be like super respectful? Am I going to offend someone if I say something, you know, I just, I didn't know how to operate. So, yeah. so yeah. So my question, did it feel like home for you when you first, either started to read the book or first went into the records what was the internal experience like yeah I think the book was definitely like I mean gosh you know it's it's not like it's a a long book but it's definitely not a tiny book either Mm -hmm. so the fact I just inhaled it that quickly um I think speaks volumes for me in the beginning um and and that was actually our first interaction was I posted about that in a Facebook group that you and I were a part of. And I was like, why am I experiencing pain (laughs) in the Uh, records? Like, why is my stomach like hurting so much? And, um, and you had like responded to me. Um, but at first I, the energetics of it were just so intense that I, it felt really good. I'll say that it felt like, um, it didn't, it wasn't like some negative thing by any means. And even the pain wasn't negative. It was just, 
it was like, you know, when you get really excited, you know, you're so excited, maybe to the point where you're a bit nauseous or something. Mm-hmm. I don't fully know how to explain it, but, uh, but yeah. What did I say to you or how did you come to understand what that pain or just experience was? I think that, um, cause I asked in that group and I asked in a couple of other groups and, um, I don't remember if it was like, I think you said something similar, but basically the gist of it was like, this is a past life, you know, sort of, um, like wanting you to kind of shut down in a way, you know, that, that you have been, um, you know, ostracized for this ability or something of that nature in a past life, maybe even killed for it. And that's why you're feeling all of this pain. Um, in addition, it, you know, it might just be the fact that it's, you're not used to handling this much energy. Um, so I never got necessarily a clear cut answer, but it did feel very aligned that it had to do with the past life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the craziness of the records, right? It like immediately from the start started to bring up stuff for you. Yeah, well, it, it definitely magic. just like churned things. Mm-hmm. So um, so I'd love to know kind of, I, I know that this is a ever evolving thing because, okay. um, because we are ever evolving and our gifts are ever evolving. But, uh, and we, we've already mentioned that, you know, every reader kind of experiences the records in a different way. So I'd love to understand more about how you experience the records. I was thinking about <laughs> this last night and this morning too. It's evolved. And I don't think you know. Yeah, I don't think I've talked about this with you yet. Um, the records for me were about a process of surrender. And it was completely shutting down and just allowing spirit to work through me. So my experience of it was kind of just like everything was shut down. My eyes closed. I dropped into this place and just kind of calmed down and they just speak. They're speaking, these words are coming out. Sometimes I can feel some energy. Sometimes, you know, my gift is clairsentient. So I can feel maybe some of what the other person is going through in my body. Um, and it's like, I'm in a deep meditative place. And for everyone has different experiences, right? Some people are like, oh, I'm in this really big room in this giant space. Maybe like you were saying a little bit, I felt like I was swimming around in things. Um, I didn't have those same experiences. For me, it was very internal. It's like, okay, I'm very still, I'm very centered. I'm very at peace in my body. Everything around me is really quiet. And then there is this energy coming through. Eventually, it started to shift more and more as I went through my own growth, my own path, as the things they started to do in the record started to shift and change, the different healings they started to do, I would ex- I began to experience different things. And so sometimes it was like I was in this giant space. And if that's what we're doing, if we're doing like past life stuff or getting really astral, like I, I would feel and feel myself in that, in the energy of that. Um. Every once in a while, I'd start to see things, but that's not necessarily my gift. But for the most part, it was always just about what I was feeling. And that's my gift, right? It's me embodying clairsentience. So it's always about feel. 
And that's what it's always been for me. So now I'm really curious though, what yours is, because I actually don't quite know either. <laughs> yeah. So before we, before we go there, I have a follow-up question. So okay. when you Let's first, when you first started like going into records, was it clear for you or has it, has it, you know, has it gotten more clear as you've spent more time? What has that experience been like? It was clear for me because I'd already gone through that process of developing connection through learning how to channel. So the way, right, I was a channel and then I went to the records and I was a channel in the records. Same thing, just through a connection to a different energy. Um, when I was first starting to channel, right, like I was saying, it was like, okay, I got a little word. All right, well, now what? I got to pick and probe at it. Okay, so what does that word mean? And what else does this mean? And what does this mean for this person? What does this emotion mean? And just start to kind of pull it out. And it started to expand more and more as I spent more time in that. And the different things I was doing spiritually, you know, different workshops, different activations, attunements, connection to different energies and different spiritual experiences and healings, my channeling started to expand more and more and more until it was just this fluid, like I'm speaking to you right now sort of thing. So by the time I got into the records, it just, it, it was the same. It was just like, all right, they just dumped out of me. They, they, I was ready to go. They were ready to go. They said, all right, you're gone. Go, 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 do it. Let's do it. Do it. Start working with people, start helping people, start doing this thing, embrace it, go. And they just shoved me out. And I kind of figured out how to fly through that. <laughs> so, That's awesome. Oh. So is ego like, and this is like one of the, one of the things that, um, I think all readers uh, deal with on some level or another, or maybe even channelers, you know, in the beginning, but like getting ego out of the way in order to communicate, or really I should say translate even more so. How much of a role has, has ego played in your, in your growth, you know, or I guess not even in your growth, but more so in, has it been an issue for you, like in your channeling and then like in the Akashic Records? Yeah. This is, I love this topic. Um, when it comes to ego, I think that's the most important thing for a person to be aware of when they tap into their, their gifts and start to help people. Because if we start to want to prove ourselves and like be validated and things like this. And you're trying to, you're, you're coming from a place that's, I won't, won't say impure because that's not right, but you like, there's an attachment to outcome. Then you may start to impact that process more and more and more. And so for us as people, as healers, I think the most important thing we can do is just surrender to it and allow and whatever happens, happens and know that whatever happens is for a reason. And on the other end of that coin is if ego is, you know, showing up, is expressing itself in that moment, that's also for a reason. That person probably needs whatever that is that's coming through you, as well as you're supposed to see that your ego is coming through. And then it presents more for you to work through. But I think our goal as healers, as light workers, as in the spiritual path is to let that go as much and much and much as possible. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you and I both talked about, you know, the responsibility of taking care of ourselves as mm -hmm. readers for that, you know, like 
one of, and that's one of the reasons, right? Like when we, when we take care of ourselves, take care of our bodies, you know, spend time in meditation, spend time clearing energy, those kinds of things. Then when we do open up to channel or in the Akashic records, it's going to be that much more pure. Yeah. Um, and I love, I love what you said. Like, I think when I think of ego, it's another kind of one of those like esoteric topics where mm-hmm. everyone defines it a little bit differently. But I think what you said, attachment to outcome is like perfect, you know? And yeah. I think that's a really easy way, especially in the midst of our spiritual work with others. Like when it is that I know for myself, if I'm reading for someone and I'm like, oh no, like, you know, I've talked about this, but I'm like, oh no, I don't want to say that. Like, boom, there's ego, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Yeah. And that still happens to me too, right? That's the difference. Like these things will still come up, but it's acknowledging and letting go and not letting it as much as we can influence the process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the surrender is, I mean, yeah. exactly what you said. It's constant surrender. That's all it is. Like whatever it is, it's coming through. I'm just going to let it go. But on the opposite end of this, like, I bet you there is a person out there and this is their path and this is the way they work with spirit that they're supposed to be like all pumped up and super ego based and like that's how they bring their gift to the world and through expression like I guarantee that exists too yeah I mean I I feel like though and and this is I mean this is just where I'm at now you know this could totally Mm. change in a year (laughs) (laughs) or five um but I get concerned when I hear um like messages like channeled messages or whatever with the like the shoulds and the musts and the mm. you know like those kinds of uh like yeah you need to do this and this and yeah. this I, yeah i it's think restrictive. That that's like whoa this this is not i don't know this is not for my highest and best i feel like this is this is that is when it starts encroaching upon like i don't want to say like evil or even necessarily negative, but it's just like, that's when my, that's when my spidey senses are like, oh, no, 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 They're no, tingling. This is not straight right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cause I don't, that is not, you know, I was born into this world knowing God and my entire experience of God is love. And I feel like everything connected to God in a pure way is also love and love. It's not like, Love is absolutely saying like, yo, you have crossed my boundary. You have upset me. It's not like letting people run all over you, but it's not requiring people to be specific ways either. You know, the shoulds, the must, you need to do this. Like to me, that doesn't align with love. And so therefore I'm like, whoa, I need to question this, you know? Mm -hmm. So it would be interesting to, to come across someone like, fully acting out of ego and or that being their thing and and be able to experience that i would just have to i just have to sit in that energy <laughs> I'd, I'd be really curious but i'd yeah. be very like just conscious of what's going on energetic <laughs> it makes me think of like the spiritual guru who is just like the false actual spiritual guru but they're this person that's on stage and doing all these things. But I feel like there, there is a balanced middle ground somewhere too. There is, there is a person who is supposed to operate from a sense of ego a little bit, but it's from a very grounded whole sense. Yeah. Like maybe they've already gone through the pace, the place of like letting go of the ego. And now it's back and like, it's supposed to be animated and all these things. And that's just what the person's supposed to get. Yeah. But there's a, there's a difference energetically there. You can kind of feel, you can feel that. Like it's, it's, 
they come from a different place. One right. is of service and one is like, you know, quote unquote, ego-based. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, um, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, especially in relation to the Akashic records, it's not like, I think that there's any right or wrong percentage, like, Oh no, you could only incorporate like 2% of ego. And I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't there's know. no rules here. Yeah. Yeah. I, who's to say, who's to say, yeah. because some people are very grounded in that. And, and that's, that is a gift, you know? So yeah, there, there, there's not a lot of rules. <laughs> there's not a lot of rules, but trust what you're feeling. Trust the yes. gut, right? That's, that's the yes. end all be all here. Yes. Even yeah. if everyone else loves it, don't, no, no, no. Like, yeah, sit with it, trust mm -hmm. yourself. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, I guess like in regards to how I experienced the Akashic records, um, things have also evolved for me, uh, over the past year for sure. I think that I've been able to, you know, I've just now started offering this as a paid service, which for me is still kind of like, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've put in the time. Um, cause definitely in the beginning when I was, you know, really trying to find my bearings in the records, there's no way, just no way that I could have even, um, I mean, I think the idea of even reading for other people has only, you know, really popped up since what, like October. And that's, you know, part of your influence in my life. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm in glad spirit. we accept that. Go <laughs> um, on and go. You know, God being like, okay, so you've been doing this for a long time. It's about time to start in this lifetime. But um, I think for me, kind of like I mentioned before, it is always different in the records. I never fully understand, or it's it's not like I I go into the records knowing if I'm going to be seeing or healing or feeling it's always sort of a, a multi-sensory experience for me um, right. when I think about like what my gifts are I don't really know how to quantify them anymore um, <laughs> I, you know it's like yeah. like when I really think about being clairaudient which is supposedly my you know most natural gift I think about hearing right but then like my hearing is also me seeing and also me feeling because like you know like what happens when you listen to music you know like maybe you start seeing things maybe you I mean like you feel something you know when you hear music so it's not just an auditory experience mm -hmm. um I've honestly really been kind of throwing out this whole labeling of of gifts lately um but Thankfully, with time and certainly with, you know, utilizing different prayers, my connection in the records has become so much more clear. And then also just the practice of it. So going in and just learning how to fully surrender, like you talked about, stepping aside, um, you know, pulling my ego out of it, because um, I'm definitely an opinionated person. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and doing readings for people that I don't know or don't know very well has been fantastic. It's that helps so much. I feel like it's a little bit harder for people I do know because then my ego kind of wants to get involved a little bit more. Be like, well, I know about this situation. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, versus just being able to step out of the way. But 
I love going into Rutgers. It definitely feels like home now. It feels like something that I want to do all the time. And, um, and I'm just, you start to crave it. Yes. I'm so thankful. I'm just so thankful for this ability and so thankful. I, I get excited thinking about where I'll be in like another year or three or five. Um, because, you know, even I, I would assume that you feel the same way, even though you had, you know, this experience learning how to channel. And, and so you were pretty much very clear on the front end, you know, when you came into the Akashic Records, like the relationship really evolves. And I think how we communicate, translate it, like it just continually evolves. And I think it gets more and more clear. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah. So this is the part that I, I didn't get to was my relationship with the records has evolved <laughs> and I am not just a 100% channel anymore. So now as I've gone through this path and work with them and have gone through that surrounding process, we work hand in hand now. So I go into the records and I will channel and close my eyes and they will speak through and share their message. And then as people start to ask more questions, there's times when I answer myself. And that's through my own, you know, I'm, I'm still, rece- we're in the record, so I'm receiving information, but there's stuff that I'm receiving that's not being spoken through me in that channel. And what I'm finding is when I'm speaking, people open up more, they share more, we get to a greater level of depth, we get a greater level of understanding, a greater level of clarity and direction for that person. And it's a bit more integrated. And so it's like this, this like, I don't want to say good cop, bad cop, because that's not what it is. But it's like A and B, like, all right, you're up, you're gonna do this thing. All right, I'm up, I'm gonna do this thing. And we're gonna work together and help this person together. So it's been really, really cool. It's been really fun. I actually enjoy this a bit more now, because I started to feel a bit like disconnected Mm -hmm. in the records. Like, I just don't like sitting there for an hour with my eyes closed and just in full surrender, letting them speak. The last few months, I have started to feel level of disconnect through that and this feels a lot more whole so interesting it's a very sagittarius thing too right (laughs) it is it is for those for those who don't know both neil and i are double sagittarians so um his sun and rising is sagittarius he has a pisces moon i'm a sagittarius sun and moon and a leo rising so <laughs> Boom. thank you for saying that. Cause I would not have been able to say what it is that I am. <laughs> I can never remember no matter how many times people. It's all me. good. I'm an astrology nerd here. Uh, um, so I'd love to kind of shift a little bit and let's talk about some benefits, right? Like why do people go into the records? Like what is the point of it? Uh, we touched on this briefly, I think in the beginning, but um, you know, like I know for myself when I first obviously read the book, but, uh, when I was first learning about the records in that way, and then even in the class, it was like, I can like go into the records for a city or for, <laughs> you know, like my grandmother's ring or, you know what I mean? Um, so I'd love to just like geek out with you a little bit on, um, cause you've been working with clients now for what, a couple of years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the records, like about a year and a half now, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of, yeah, um, you know, like what, what are some of the things that people come to you for? Um, and I'm asking a lot of questions. So I'll stop. <laughs> and I'll answer <laughs> in a bunch of different segmented answers. Um, I mean, ultimately it's understanding, right? It's, it's getting a sense of direction and understanding of what's going on. 
So like anything spiritual, it's for our spiritual growth. And that happens through understanding that feeds the mind, it feeds the ego, it helps us understand, feel good, and gives us the ability to move forward in whatever's going on. But if we get more specifics, um, I get a lot of people who want clarity and direction, kind of understanding what's going on in their life in the moment. I get a lot of people wanting to understand about past lives. And then I get a lot of people who will want to heal. And then what's the fifth or fourth? I don't know. The last thing is people wanting to further their spiritual development. So those, those are the main things for me. What, do you, yeah. what about you? What do you, what do you think? Or what do you feel are the, like there are the most prominent things that people are going to the records or even spirit? For. Well, I think you summed it up really perfectly in the beginning by saying understanding, right? I mean, it's, yeah, they're, they're looking for clarity in their life. And I think, you know, clarity in relationships, um, clarity in their career, clarity in their own personal lives, you know, trying to understand, like one of the readings I just did, which I feel like just kind of encapsulates all readings. I mean, you know, she was her, her husband's going through a bunch of different things right now. And she's trying to understand how she needs to be supportive in her role. Um, in addition to understanding how to balance out her work life. Um, and then also like, you know, uh, her role as a, a grandmother. I mean, I think that, you know, when, when you start tapping into the wisdom of the Akashic records and I mean, they, they, they offer us such innate wisdom and, um, and just, I think, encouragement and support for what it is that's going on in our lives. Um, but I feel like, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, that a lot of times when we're, we're sharing with them what's coming through, it's, it's not like it's out of the blue answers, you know, like we all have this wisdom in, yeah. yeah, we all have this wisdom inside of ourselves. These are all things that we know, but we need that extra assistance in our life, you know, that validation of like, yes, you know, like you're feeling this way, this is right for you. Go for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the records just provides such an opportunity for us to reconnect with ourselves and reconnect with that wisdom, you know? And, um, so yeah, that's, that's been, you know, the experience that I've had with those that I've read for, um, of course, uh, the diving more into like the business side of it as well has been a lot of fun. Um, I think I shared with you, like the first time that I went into the records for my own, well, for my uh, marketing agency, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was um, it was actually while I was in uh, a workshop. And so we didn't really get to hang out long. But, you know, I was like, so like, you know, what, what's I think my question was something like, what what can I have, you know, with my agency or like, what can I do? And, and um, this man, we were in Paris and he took me to the very top of the Eiffel Tower and he was like, you can have all of this, anything that you want, you can have. And that was such a pivotal moment for me in regards to thinking about my business. Um, but I'm very excited to like continue fleshing this out with clients and even for myself. You know, I 
love going to the records for my agency. I love going in for the podcast. I love going in for these different, you know, elements in my life because there's nothing that's closed off to us. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good things there. I mean, that's the most fun thing though. I'll just say like to be able to go into the records of something, something larger and the energy and information and understanding that comes across from that. Like, you know, we, we did that. Like you and I, we both went to the records of this year. Um, you know, back when I went into the records of the virus, when that first started, I went to the records of like the Australian fires. Um, and it's just so interesting to be able to get this understanding of what's happening from a divine, from a soul level path. It's fun. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, I think that, um, and and for those who are not aware, um, there there are some rules in regards to going into records for other things. So like, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> we have to we have to be able to go into the records from our point of view. So like, if we are in relationship with someone else, we can go into that relationship from like our point of view. Like, we can't go into it from their point of view. Um, like, if we want to go into the records of a home and maybe understand it, like our name needs to be on the deed or we need to have the permission of the owner. Um, pets, same thing. Like they need to be our pets or we need to have permission from the owner. Um, we, it's not, and I think it's so important. I'm sure that you've uh, experienced this before in, in our spiritual circles where, where people will just like, like I've had people just like, you know, be like, Oh, I, I read the tarot for you. And this is what it said. And I'm like, oh, uh, I, I, didn't ask you for that. And, and I certainly didn't give you my permission either, you know? Um, so you do have to like, this is ethical. (laughs) Um, yeah, we have to abide by rules, um, in this way as well. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's about us as individuals, right. And ourselves and our growth. And you start to tap into other people, you started to go into the realm of like impeding on someone's free will, which is a hell no when it comes to spirit. Like that is not okay. And the thing is, if you go into the record, someone, there is an energetic impact. There are things happening to that person as a result of that, whether really minute, really energetic or not, like that's not okay. So I'm, I'm right there with you on that one fully. Like yeah. you need consent. You need, it needs to be clear. And it is not going into others other people's information for your own gain never ever ever yeah so what are what are some of the the personal benefits that you've like you know gained in the records for yourself like (laughs) what are some of the examples of things that you you know go in my records they're like my own coaches I, i call them like they're just my my life coaches and they've guided me through everything the past few years so if I am just trying to understand something about myself, something going on in my life, I'm making a major decision, um, I'll, I'll go on the records for those things, as well as just go in just to be connected to the energy. Sometimes they'll say a few words and say, all right, just hang out and just sit with us. And I'll just sit and relax and enjoy the energy. Um, I love doing that, by the way. <laughs> so nice. It's so nice. Energy feels so good. But, you know, it's funny when I first got on to this path and I started to really, all right, I'm going to spirit for this. And I did it too much. They cut me off. (laughs) I actually, they're like, all right, no more. And 
Why? for a good month because I went in for absolutely everything. Should I do this or should I do that? Should I eat this or should mm-hmm. I eat that? And I think I, we talked about like the truth question. I would say like truth, like spirit, body, soul, whatever. Truth, should I do this or this? And I did it for absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. And it was part of my path and like surrendering to spirit. And um, But I started to create a dependency on it. And yeah. they're just like, no, no more. You cannot. Your channel is not going to work when you go in for yourself. Your records are not going to work when you go in for yourself. You ask a truth question. It's not going to happen. And then it was like, okay, time to build my own self, my own empowerment and the validation of myself and the things I'm believing and knowing back up. So it was a a fun few months. It was actually really difficult when they did that because I had become so dependent on it. Did that... Uh, I know, I feel like if that happened to me, if I was in that position, I would have been like, my ego would have really been hurt. I would have been like a little bit pissy about it. I'm sure. Like, tantrum, like <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not cool. Like, well, fine. I'm not going to use the records then. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was that it was, they're saying like, Hey dude, it's time to build your ego back up. You've surrendered now right because it's always the records Mm. are about us spirit is about us our growth and sometimes it means surrender sometimes it means empowerment yeah i mean ultimately it's whatever our path is and the records guide us to that spirit guides us to that so at that point it was time for some empowerment they're like you let go too much okay i I hear you now yeah yeah that makes total sense i mean i think it's and and i'm sure that you've experienced this with clients too right where it's like, you've got someone who wants to come to you for like everything. And, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Like we need no, to like honey. space this out. Like you can't, I mean, yeah. it could take your money yeah, constantly, but that's not, this is not helpful for you. Like you've got to make some decisions on your own too. You know, you can't like live and, and that can happen with any modality, right? It's like someone mm-hmm. who like wakes up in the morning and can't get out of bed until they read their astrology, you know, horoscope right. for the day. And, and it's the same thing. Anything that we become too dependent on, that's not, that's not what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you had to cut off any clients? No, but it gets reflected in their readings. Um, and it, it's like people will come in and they'll just give you vague answers and then just refer back to you. Um, for people, you know, there's those kind of people that just go for readings left and right. And sometimes that's necessary. Like we are supposed to be in this searching phase, this exploration phase, receiving information and energy from all these different sources. And then there comes a time where you're also just supposed to integrate and also work through yourself, through the spirit you have within you, through your own intuition. So if I get like, even if it's like a first reading with me or something, if there's a person who's just received a bit too much or doesn't need any more, doesn't serve them to get any more information, then they'll speak in generalities and direct them back to themselves. And it'll still be a full reading, a full session, but they aren't giving the level of like detail and understanding of the situations. Um, their guidance is bringing them back to whatever it is that the person already knows and just hasn't taken action on or hasn't done for themselves, hasn't, haven't integrated so. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. It's it's so fascinating how like literally everything is a lesson, right? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every so, single thing. Every single thing. 
Um, do, do, do. So what do you think it's most important for us to tell, share, whatever about the Akashic Records for someone who's new or who's interested? Um, for someone new or interested, I say take the plunge, whatever that means for you. Trust the intuition that's already coming through you. If that means I'm interested in a reading, do a reading. If that means I'm interested in starting to read myself, do that. It's for a reason. And don't worry about what the process looks like, what's going to happen. Just do it and enjoy it. <laughs> My dog says the same thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, he's a reader too. <laughs> He's been in the room with me for every single reading I've done. So he's a very energetically connected doggy. Yes, he is. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Um, and I think it's important to just kind of state here that anyone can read. You know, you it's don't have to be life. any kind of anything, anything. Um, I feel like, it, yeah. I'm always encouraging people if they seem really interested, like pick up a book or like take a course or, you know, get a reading, whatever the case may be and see if it aligns with you. Um, just follow it through, see what happens because I certainly didn't intend to be on this path. That's, that's for sure, but it's where this yeah. path has led. So it's just me following what I was interested in and excited about and now what I really love and enjoy. What I will say, though, is I, it's it's all in divine timing as well. Like some people will try to start with working with the records and they're not conscious of what's happening. And, you know, what they think is nothing's happening. Things are happening. They're unfolding energetically. But also there is going to be a time when it opens up more and more and more. It may not right away and that's okay. But that's part of your divine path. You were still supposed to do this thing. Don't be attached to the outcome. Don't worry about that part. Just enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah, the ride. All right, Neil. So we're going to wind down here, but I want to um, give you an opportunity to share with folks your services, some of the things that you do, and how to connect with you. My dog will, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> he's being pretty good. He's been, pretty he's been good. good. He's been good. So he's getting a little antsy now. Yeah. So for me, I am an Akashic record reader. I do readings for everything we talked about. <laughs> so whatever it is that's coming up, I mean, I'm happy to work with people. Um, I, on top of Akashic record readings, I do emotional healing with people. So people that are going through any sort of a block or barrier or just trying to work through an old wound or trauma. I do a one month healing program. That's a mix of the records, channeling, coaching, energy work. And I also will be releasing a course soon on manifestation. It's a channeled course called manifest from the soul. So everyone knows all about this. There's more to come. Um, I'll be sharing it on my email list. I'll be sharing it on my Instagram. <laughs> And also on my podcast, Woke Wasted. So that's that's me and my doggo. Coda, 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 Coda. Fluffy Husky. The fluffy. I feel like we're gonna husky. have to. I feel like we're gonna have to put his name in the in the like title. 
of this. <laughs> yeah, maybe possibly. He's like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some recognition, man. Feed <laughs> my ego, too. All right, Neil. Well, thank you so much for coming back and yeah. geeking out on the Akashic Records. Is there that anything fun. that you want to share before we wind down? Honestly, awesome. And you guys should keep listening. <laughs> I'll be back at some point too to hang out because you know I'm just like that fun. So and my dog too. Yeah, no, Absolutely. I love you all. That's all. All right. Okay, folks. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you were inspired by today's show, make sure that you are subscribed. Join the email list for free tools and meditations. Um, all of the links from today's show and Neil will be in the show notes. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.